G'day, g'day. Welcome back to another episode of Simply Complicated. I'm your host, Katie Dean, although you probably know that. Otherwise, why would you be listening? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know why I say some of the things I say. But anyway, you're here and that's great. So what I wanted to talk to you about today is anxiety and why it is not the enemy. I'm really passionate about this topic. I wrote the book Becoming Brave, um, which is all about helping you see your fear differently. It's available now if you'd like to go and get it. Um, It's also available at Amazon, I think, Booktopia, and at my website, katdean.com.au, just in case you were wondering. But yeah, I don't know what episode this is going to be or anything like that, but I felt so called to get on here and jam with you guys about this today. So without further ado, I'm going to play the music, which then means I'm going to dive into all the things. So here we go. Actually, I fully didn't even go anywhere. (laughs) How funny, like we have like intros and all of that, super fresh. Um, But yeah, so this morning I did an Instagram chat because I had noticed in the past probably 48 hours, I had two different conversations over anxiety and panic attacks in like mainly and the fear that was coming up for the women who I had spoken to and their massive desire to obviously avoid them at all costs. And it really got me thinking back to, you know, the the whole period of my life where I was getting panic attacks quite regularly. Most of the most debilitating ones were the ones of a nighttime where my head would just hit the pillow and I would be filled with this overwhelming top to bottom full adrenaline rush of fear and anxiety and dread. Um, And once you've had that big shot of adrenaline into your system, you've sort of just got to ride it out. Like it's really hard to take yourself away from that and talk yourself through that. So I found that I was becoming really anxious about getting anxious. And because that scared me so much every night to be going to bed and getting this rush of fear, like, you know, like the legitimate fear, because it is a physical response. And it, it is the same feeling as if something horrendously bad was happening and you were fearful for your life, like a murderer at the door. The response within your body, if you're having a panic attack, is the same, even though the trigger and the stimulus that's causing the fear and the anxiety attack is probably nowhere near as harmful but your body will still respond the same way because we've conditioned it to do that. So I found that I was um, starting to get really strategic with all the things that would trigger me. Like if I was laying there and I'd just be going to drift off some nights and it would be like, (gasps) did I turn the dryer off? 
and then I'd try and fight it. I'd fight it. No, don't get anxious. It's just the dry. And it would build and escalate. So it wasn't necessarily major things, but it was thoughts that I would have. And the response was like a 10, you know, like on the scale of how things were going to go. It was very, a very dark time um, for me. And so I found that I, I would try and, you know, micromanage and control these fears by having to go and like almost OCD check all the different things a bazillion times before going to bed. I'd worry if the tat was off, so I'd have to go. And I created all these little rituals around getting to bed safely. Like, and I use inverted commas. So if I checked everything and micromanaged all the different things, then I wouldn't actually have anything to think about and worry about. Like worrying about having things to worry about was making it worse as well, which is why I have, (laughs) it was just making it so much worse for myself. But in actual fact, what was happening was I was avoiding dealing with some other massive issues in my life and my fear signals were way off, right? So that is why I wanted to talk about this today because I know from experience and firsthand that you can come through that. You can find a way through the most anxiety riddled days and seasons and periods within your life to live a life where you thrive alongside your anxiety. And first, the, one of the first big things was accepting that anxiety is always going to be one of my backup dancers. Like she's along for the ride. Bitch has a seat in my car. You know what I mean? And that's fine with me, but she no longer gets to choose um, where we're going. And she no longer has a say over what music I play and the internal dialogue. That's just not how we roll anymore. But that took time and that took inner work, but it's much easier and simpler that inner work than you think, but the commitment process is a lifelong dance. So if you are going through a block or you know a friend who is going through a really rough time, please pass this on because I know hearing from people who had been through it and who live alongside their fears, not in spite of them and not without them, it makes all the difference. And I still check the dryer but I just don't let it define me now. I'm conscious of how my mind works. And it was never about the dryer. Let me be very crystal flipping clear on that. It was never about the dryer, but I go to bed and I sleep really well these days. So first thing that I want to say is that anyone experiencing anxiety or any other sort of mental health um, hurdle or issue, you're fine, okay? You're amazing. You are not broken. You are not broken. For many of us, the stigma around having a beautifully busy mind or a mind that loves to jump to conclusions at the drop of a hat, that's really challenging to deal with. But I am who I am because of my beautifully active mind. And so are you. It often means that the people who tend to overthink Um, and overanalyze, they're really sensitive, beautiful, empathic people. They care. They care so deeply. So instead of begrudging your anxiety or your depression or whatever it is that's there for you, start to ask yourself if you can see it a different way. Like 
often we get so worried about our loved ones and then we get upset because we're so worried about our loved ones. But if you can understand that that usually comes from a place of love and a place of care, immense care for the people in our world that we want to protect, then that's a way easier um, thing to navigate through than like hacking on yourself. Please don't hack on yourself for feeling anxious sometimes and believe that you should feel a different way. We just need to find a way for you to manage your um, triggers and give you some different coping mechanisms and strategies to put in your like soulful toolbox so that you can whip out at a moment's notice. And I also really, really want you to realize that your mental health is a full-time job alongside everything else. And that's a whole other podcast. We will do that one. But taking care of our mental state and our mental health and honoring what that needs, that is right up there with some of the most important work you'll ever do. And I think that so often we wait for it, think it's all meant to be easy, but it's not meant to be easy, especially if you've got a brain that's wired this way. It's going to have its challenges, but it's totally doable if you do the work and commit to prioritizing what you need and work with the life that you have to build the life that you want, then anything is possible, right? So the first thing that I really want to instill in everyone is to stop fighting the fact that you get anxious. Stop it. Stop it right now. (laughs) Getting anxious about getting anxious is one of the quickest spirals. Like anxiety is basically in a messenger from your mind to your body. That's all it is. It is a set of feelings. It's a label that goes to like it's an umbrella term that it's given to so many different feelings that we go through. That is it. That is what anxiety is. Some people call it stress. Some people call it fear. Some people call it um, what? I don't know. There's a million different things. But there's not one person on this planet who does not at times feel anxious. It is what it is. And especially with society geared up, the way that it is these days, it's going, you know, it's totally normal. But when it gets to the tipping point where that anxiety and that fear and that worry and that overanalyzing and micromanaging is getting in the way of you living your best life, that is when it's time to act, seek help, seek support, and have these conversations with people that you trust, healing and health professionals that are, you know, specialized in this area or mentors or coaches like the work that I do, find someone and something that works for you when you're ready to navigate through if it's impacting the life that you want to live. But we all experience a normal amount of anxiety, like a, a small amount of anxiety each and every day. It's just how we choose to navigate that that defines our experience. So when we're not fighting it and we just start to accept it, For what it is, it's just a series of feelings that are coming up to share something with you, to cause you to stop, collaborate, and listen. (laughs) I said that before. Every time I say stop, that's the next line that's in my mind. So if you're ever at an event and you hear me say stop, know that mentally I'm rapping right now. Okay, so now that you understand that anxiety is not something to to be running from, avoiding at all costs, micromanaging 
you can lean in. And this is where I invite you to get curious. Get curious and playful with it. Like what is going on right now? When you notice the fears come up for you, instead of fighting it, judging it, trying to do anything in your power to make it stop, which when you're like, it's like pushing against a freight train. You aren't going to stop a freight train. When you're in the like grips of an anxiety attack, like, and I mean a big one, you're probably not going to ward it off, but you can totally change your experience of it and help it to dissipate quicker. Okay. And I'm not talking about just the anxious feels. That's a different thing. You can totally shift, play and redirect those, but I'm talking about the big tsunamis, right? Trying to fight it and then getting anxious about what's about to go down next is not going to help your experience one iota. Like it's just not, it's just not how it works. But allowing it to be and accepting it for what it is and being like, oh fuck, here we go. Buckle up buttercup, you're about to have an anxiety attack. And knowing, knowing because you understand and you've listened to podcasts and conversations and read books and had conversations conversations oh that you know it's just feelings and you're safe and I one of my favorite words and mantras for whenever it comes up for me and I start trying to control the future in my mind and predict and couldn't and like manipulate in my mind the future of what I could do and all the rest of it it's safe for me to be here like just say that to yourself right now like it's safe for me to be here Isn't that one of the most like, oh, because it is, it's just feelings. It's just a physical response to a, like a a thought that you've had this or a physical or an internal response to an external circumstance or an internal thought, right? Trying to spend your life avoiding that is only going to add fuel to the fire. So let's not do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's try not to do that. And if you do do that, then that's totally okay too. Let's meet ourselves with compassion. Let's meet ourselves with understanding and love and realize that it's okay for us to feel the full spectrum of human emotions. And we're always right on time. Always. Even on the dark days, even in the gray days, everything is there as like a invitation to get curious with yourself. I wonder why I'm feeling this way. I wonder what is coming up for me. I wonder what I'm not paying attention to. Why do I feel unsafe right now? What can I learn within this moment? And instantly you change yourself from victim status to the observer. And when you observe matter, And you observe instances, they change. There's more dimensions. They're fluid. They're open to interpretation. So when you observe the situation, rather than get dragged by it, you become the boss. You become the student. And your anxiety is just a messenger rather than a dictator. And the whole fucking game shifts. The 
Does anyone just have a big sigh of relief? I'm smiling now because I know how powerful this is. Your anxiety is just part of you that you get to interpret how you want. And firstly, and not wishing it away, like firstly accepting it and going, okay, this is how we're going to roll. I'd rather have a conversation with this anxiety than fight it tooth and nail the whole way. Because you can still walk into a room and feel anxious. Doesn't mean you don't have to go in there. You can still show up at work feeling shit scared. You can still go in there. Because you can observe it. You get to choose what every single thing in your life means to you at any given moment. You can still show up. You can still show up. And then when the anxiety and the fear and the panic attacks stop dictating what you can and can't do, the game shifts. You're driving again. Changing the way we view our anxiety, our fears, our mental health issues, our illnesses, our hurdles, whatever it is, is going to infinitely change the way that we experience them. The things that we cannot change within our life, we have a choice to be dragged by them or we have a choice to find a way to live alongside them. It's really powerful stuff to take something that used to like berate you and belittle you and turn it into something beautiful. And it's also anyone who's listening to this, who every single day is showing up to the front lines of a war that no one else can see and battle on that, that commitment to showing up every day to face that war is the single most badass thing you can do. Do not think you for one second you are weak because you are not. Do not think for one second that you are broken because you are not. You are doing more than behind the scenes than most people realize. And I get that. But please keep showing up. Please keep having these conversations. Please keep reaching out to people that you trust, admire and love and who have done the work so that you too can see that it can be done. Don't discount your messy middle because that is where the gold is. That is where you learn about who you are and what you'll tolerate. And on that note, examine what you tolerate. Examine what you're avoiding and examine the way that you navigate that, which is, you know, really challenging you because there may just be a way to move through it and alongside it and with it where you're driving rather than being dragged. Get curious with your anxiety and your fears and allow everything to be an invitation to seeing things differently. Your fear is nothing more than a chance for you to be brave when you're ready to see it that way. I have loved this chat, guys. If you have any more questions around anxiety and fear, 
um, and navigating that, please let me know. Shoot um, like a comment under my Instagram handle or page or through, you know, this um, podcast tile thingy. I would love to support you. I love these conversations. I think they're really important. And let me know if you would like me to do a podcast aimed at the people who love those who experience anxiety because, um, you know, I think it can be really challenging for our loved ones as well to know how to support us best when we're feeling anxious and a little undone. So knowing um, how to, to love us when we're feeling really unlovable is really important too. And I would, I'm more than happy to put that together if we get enough of a call out because if it even helps one person feel more secure in their friendships or relationships, then I'm totally down. Like sign me up. Thanks so much for tuning in guys. But I hope that helped um, you guys feel a little less afraid of the things that make us afraid because yeah, you're so not alone and you're fluffing, not broken. I get you. I've got you. I see you friend. I see you. Bye.
Brilliant. Thank you, Katie. I appreciate you and I appreciate all that you do, spreading your, your love and light. It's, um, it's amazing to follow you and to see what you're doing in the world. So I appreciate you. Oh, thanks, Sean. Thank you.